0: Italian Wine Podcast, Chin Chin with Italian Wine People.
1: Hello, my name is Monty Walden and I'm talking to Elisabetta Nudi-Angelini. Did
0: I say yes. that right?
1: <laughs> yes, um, you said that right. You, you have um, lots, of, lots of wineries. Can you just tell us how many wineries you have and what the names are and where they are, please, just so we, we're all clear?
0: Okay, I own four wineries and they're very easy to remember because they are in alphabetical order. It was just a coincidence, just lucky, like but uh, it, that's the way it is. Altesino is the number one and uh, I'm here with Altesino wine. B is Borgo Scopeto in the Chianti Classico area. C is Caparzo. Caparzo is in Montalcino, again, like Altesino. And D is Doga. Doga delle Clavole is an estate close to the sea in Maremma Toscana. And we do Morellino and Vermentino over there.
1: Okay, so Morellino di Scanzano is a Sangiovese-based red and Vermentino is a dry white. Yes. One of my favourites as well. So, I mean, so you have um, an estate, Borgo Borgo Scopeto in Chianti Classico. Okay, and then you have two Mont uh, wineries for Brunello, which is Altesino and Capazzo. And then yes. you have Dogo delle Clavule on the Tuscan coast in Morellini di Scanzano, which is a Sangiovese based red, which to which you can add some Bordeaux grapes if you like.
0: All my wines are sangiovese based.
1: Okay.
0: I'm a Sangiovese groupie. 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 Groupie Groupie. a fan, fan. <laughs> yes.
1: Okay. All right, also a groupie, but also a fan. Okay. So um But when you were small, what was your dream? I'm guessing you didn't dream you'd end up being a wine grower, or did you?
0: Not a wine girl, of course. When you're a kid, you don't dream about wine, of course. But uh, I was dreaming to go and live in the country. I grew up in a big city, Rome was raised and grew up there and uh, my my dream all my life was to go and live in the country of course when i was a baby i was dreaming to do in the country to produce fruit and to make the best jelly and the best jam in the world i end up doing the same thing about (laughs) but with a very precious fruit that is grape and uh, and uh, of course i'm making wine now
1: Where where did you get the inspiration for the jelly and the jam idea? What was the key?
0: We used to have a summer house in the country close to Bologna. We used to grow peaches and apples, and that's why...
1: Okay, so you you dreamt to. I mean, did you used to make jam as a as a child? No, okay, that was just your dream. But were you good at cooking when you were a child?
0: Was my dream. Yeah. Yes, yes. So it, was,
1: it was like but, a fantasy. Basically, you didn't yeah, actually do it.
0: Yeah, no, we didn't do
1: it. So, how hands are on? I mean, obviously, you got four wineries. That's an incredible responsibility. You know, in terms of how hands-on can you be doing that, or um, or your, or your children? Are they interested in the winemaking as well?
0: I hope so. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay. You have a very strong view about um, organic and environmentalism. What makes your your winery so special regarding um, the environment?
0: I have a son who is, uh, we are very strong uh, and very organic oriented, really, all my family. And I have a son who graduated and became an environmental engineer. And uh, we are always studying and trying to be far ahead of the, uh, everyone, everybody else. And we are trying to try to pollute the less we can. And uh, we find out uh, that uh, the best way was to don't use any energy, any electricity, but to produce our own energy, but clean, like, of course, photovoltaic. We have photovoltaic all over. In the four wineries, there are photovoltaic panels all over in borgoscopeto for example we don't have only the winery where we make the chianti classico but we have a big village that's why the name uh, borgoscopeto used to be a little town and now is a relais chateau it's a it's a an hotel and uh, all the parking are with the photovoltaic roof and uh, of course we cannot destroy the roof of the ancient building and we didn't touch any of those but everywhere we were able to we put photovoltaic and the second thing we are putting biomass uh, mm, furnace To produce energy out of all the leftover from harvest and uh, wood, bushes, everything we have to burn, we burn it over there.
1: And you you recycle that as energy? Yes. Okay. Yes. We are
0: almost independent from electricity. It's going to be a short, short step and we will be independent.
1: So that was um, your son. What's his name, your son, who devised that system for you? Igino.
0: My son's name is Igino. It's uh, I-G-I-N-O. It's a strange Italian name, very unusual, but that's the way it is.
1: Okay, and what about your daughter? What's she called and what does she do?
0: Alessandra. Alessandra is a very smart girl. I'm very proud of my daughter. She's an aerospace engineer and she was working until this January for um, Rolls-Royce in Virginia projecting engine for the new 787 Boeing mm-hmm. airplane and they wanted to renew the contract to her but she said no I have to go and help my mom my mom is getting old I have to help her
1: So is she is she who who is more your natural successor your daughter or your son is it Jenny is he, is he interested in uh, okay he's okay. Done, done your in the sort wine
0: of- business my daughter for sure okay. because my son not only is taking care of all the Environmental part of my wineries, but is uh, building warehouses. He has another job and is building warehouses, and they are of course energy efficient, very beautiful warehouses. Because a warehouse is the most, uh, uh, how you say, horrible and sad building you can you can see in a city. But if you do, full of colors and with a very smart roof with photovoltaic system, with the, the recuperation of the waters, and all those things that is doing. Uh, you can have a beautiful warehouse because you need warehouses anyway, and he's a very good builder of warehouses.
1: Do you think he can design a sort of uh, a Boeing seven four seven shed? You know, they have all with <laughs> panels on the top, and then we'd all she feel will a bit. She put
0: the airplane underneath. You know,
1: we'd feel a little bit less guilty about flying. She's,
0: she's an airplane. She can. She's a pilot. She's a pilot. not my son but she does
1: multi-talented family so so you said you're from bologna which uh, many people consider the gastronomic capital of italy what do you like as a cook at home
0: oh my gosh we love to eat and to cook a lot our number one dish probably is i don't know it's tortellini we do that for christmas we do that for every holiday it's the typical dish of bologna and it's in our heart even if we live in tuscany and we have many beautiful dishes in tuscany too but we have to bring something from our tradition i love the tortellini in the soup with broth okay made out of chicken and uh, and beef
1: so like I like a, a clear broth yeah yes my, my sound engineer is salivating he's putting his thumbs up <laughs> i'm also, I'm also big. but do you ever do tortellini with like um say so like a ragu like a tuscan uh, no, oh, was that too, too heavy? heavy yeah mm. i yeah. don't
0: like them i prefer it with in the soup
1: okay so when you're having your wine at home um obviously got lots of wines to choose from Are you very particular about matching a wine to food or would you just say, look, I've got this in the fridge and this is in the oven and that's what we're going to have this evening?
0: Absolutely. That's the way it goes. No, we are not picky. Uh, And especially we open a bottle, what we feel like tonight, maybe we're going to have some Morellino. Morelino in the refrigerator, because it's hot outside, and it's beautiful to drink a, a cold red wine. It's the only red wine that you cool it up. And, uh, but sometimes I feel like le Lagrange La granche is one of my favorite wine, It's a white wine made out of Chardonnay Sauvignon and Traminer, and it's beautiful. We do it in Caparzo. Sometimes you feel like this is a Montosoli night, and Montosoli is the wine that Give to us
1: that's your best brunello plot yeah, isn't it yeah
0: for now yeah and especially we find out that it's the top wine of the room over there because it's the one who got the highest score a, a gentleman came to me with a book saying oh you are the lady with the highest score I said oh great I didn't know but I just when you came to catch me and uh and then just found out was, no, no, no wonder
1: you are smiling I mean do you I mean you know obviously journalists we don't want to talk too much about horrible journalists like me but I mean do you, do you avidly read what people say do you say listen I make the wine how I like it and if people like it they do if they don't but not too bothered
0: I read what I know is true um, there are many journalists for example in Italy that are sometimes I, I don't trust them too much and I I don't lose my time reading those.
1: And um, what 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 is your sort of next challenge or your next ambition? You said, um, you know, we talked about the succession of your children. I mean, what, where do you see yourself in five or ten years' time?
0: I have a dream. No, I, I'm a lucky, lucky person. I was unlucky for so many things in my life, but now I'm a very lucky person because I was able to succeed in everything I was dreaming of. I have a last little dream that is close to me, a beautiful castle, and... Uh, if I ever have the chance to buy it, and I will make a beautiful properties between Caparzo and Altesino, and would be fantastic.
1: Yeah, I think I, I, I think I know what the, the we won't name it, but I know exactly which castle you're talking about. It's fantastic. It's like almost like uh, don't
0: name it. Yeah, no, I won't. It's
1: um, it's it is like a fantasy castle. It's an amazing place. Beautiful, yeah, lovely beautiful. situation. Yeah,
0: it's beautiful, but it's very badly kept, mm. and yeah. it's like. Whenever I pass in front of that, I'm so sorry that it's like that and can be a beautiful building and recuperation to make everybody to visit and mm-hmm. make a sort of museum and maybe a few suites to host all the people are yeah. coming to visit us and...
1: So you're quite. I mean, you 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 know some um, people in wine are always very afraid of voicing their opinions, and you're very you're very open about what you think. You're, you're very sort of black and white. You you, you you say what you think, and you you think what you say.
0: That was my problem all my life. <laughs> I have only enemies. I don't, I don't. I have many many friends, but. Uh i have many enemies because... no
1: i don't believe that i think you also have uh, um you're very lucky i mean you, you talked about families how, how important they are and you've obviously got two children that are incredibly talented and yeah, uh, it's, it's lovely to see them actually working with their mum, you know and, and getting stuff done and yeah. and uh you know because uh, you say you're quite a strong willed person so it can't always be easy for them but uh, um... i said
0: to her it's time for me to retire i will take i'll take care of the castle and you will take care of the business. I would love to do that.
1: And will she be happy to do that, do you think? Big responsibility. We'll see, we'll see. So She's... you wouldn't be like a backseat driver saying, oh, no, you should do this, or you would really just say, OK, now it's your... No, no,
0: no. The second I leave, she has to start it, her own way.
1: Will you launch a rival sort of brand of jam, finally, and finally get your get, get, get around to doing that, fulfilling <laughs> that childhood dream?
0: Probably, yeah. for my grandchildren, Probably.
1: Okay, Elisabetta Nudi-Angelini, it's been fascinating talking to you, very, very interesting. As I said before, I love someone that voices uh, voices their opinion. You've been a great interviewee and I'll see you in Tuscany, I hope, sometime. Thank you I hope
0: so, because I know you're close by and you have to come and see me.
1: Okay, I've got no excuse. All right, thank you very much.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Follow us at Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook.